0: Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is,
1: as always, Alex. And today we're gonna be talking about uh, making friends with
0: Germans, with those uh, pesky Germans. Right, learning how to connect with them on their own level. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's start. Let's do it. Okay. Nice. And welcome back. This week's episode is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, Koya Insurance. Nice. I have been a satisfied customer of Koya for over a year, and I highly recommend them to any expats living in Germany. They provide home insurance, private liability insurance, bike theft insurance, and more. Everything is in English, everything, including the insurance policies, website, app, and customer support. Private liability insurance is the most popular insurance in Germany. It protects you against any damage you might do to someone else or their property. If you spill beer on a friend's laptop, Alex, you're You're covered. covered. If you're cycling to work and accidentally hit someone, ouch, your insurance will pay for it. Incredible. To learn more about the affordable products they offer, please go to Koya.com. That is C-O-Y-A dot com. And wow. now, to the show. Pretty weird having a, uh, a sponsor again, huh, Jeff? Yeah, and uh, I'm excited because, again, I've actually used them. True. Like, well before we even cons- uh, we even talked to them about doing any sponsorships. So I actually enjoy what they do. So I'm ha- very happy to recommend them to all of you. Yeah,
1: it's really funny when you're doing the, uh, the ad, you have a very good, like, advertisement radio voice
0: that's why they pay me the no bucks that's it <laughs> uh, and but, Alex
1: we have a special event coming up don't we yeah we have something pretty uh, pretty exciting so uh, Jeff and I decided we want to do a prize giveaway Ooh. Uh, for all of you lovely listeners so to say thank you to everyone um, we'll be giving away a prize so for our first giveaway we'll be sending a lucky person <laughs> a copy of a book called how to be German in 50 easy steps it's a pretty uh, funny book by Adam Fletcher
0: and you can find it all over Berlin yeah it's a yeah, very, it's it's very popular book
1: and it presents like a lot of like little absurdities that make living in Germany such a fun place and such a pleasure to be in uh, the book's in English and it's in German so everyone you know can enjoy it what we'll be doing is uh, this is our first time doing this so we hope this works so we'll see so during next week's episode we'll be giving a secret code a very super, secret yes. super secret code And it'll come out at some point during the episode. We don't even know when. It could be at the 20-minute mark or the 30-minute mark or the two-minute mark. We don't know. But we won't tell you when, so you need to pay attention. To enter for your chance to win, tag Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey, so americans.in.germany.podcast on Instagram. If you're using Instagram. On Instagram. Or our page, Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey, on Facebook. Be sure to include the uh, secret code. Now,
0: when he says tag, it means make a post and tag us in that post. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Uh, Be sure to
1: include also the uh, secret code in the post. And the winner will be chosen at random uh, from those that tag us. Good luck. Hope hope you guys are here for it. Yeah. Hope, if not, then I guess we have a book
0: to read, Jeff. The lucky person might be you. Yeah. So again, this will be next week. Uh, so stay tuned, and we'll also post about this giveaway on Facebook and Instagram, just to remind you in case you forgot. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Cool stuff. And uh, I'm some, excited for it. I'm, some, really, I'm really pumped.
0: Yeah. Me too. It's, yeah. it's 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 cool, and it's a perfect perfect gift for everybody. Yeah. Um. Some <laughs> some some good news. For all of you people who love the 21st century. Yes, I do. For the first time in Germany's history, card transactions have overtaken cash transactions. However, credit cards still remain rare as three-fourths of all card sales are by debit card. Which, as you, if you live in Germany or Europe, you know, the, it's uh, the EC card. The
1: EC card, yeah. yeah. It's it's so weird that happened in, uh, in 2020. Like, this is crazy.
0: It took them what other countries did probably... 10 years 15 ago. 15 years ago. Yeah.
1: It took them a pandemic to figure out that, uh, that credit cards are actually pretty useful. Big fans. Well, no,
0: not credit cards, debit or cards,
1: cards yes. generally. Yeah. yeah. Also in other odds and ends, thousands of, uh, UK citizens living in Europe, including Germany have been told by the UK banks that their accounts will be closed at the end of the year due to a lack of post Brexit trade deal. So Ouch. any Brits living in Germany or around Europe, please be aware, check your, uh, your banks, check your credit card stuff. Um, that that kind of, that, that sucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I, I do know a lot of Brits have moved over to right. Germany because they still want to be, you know, an, an EU member. This might affect you, so just check to see if your bank account back in the UK is in fact going to be shut down without your knowledge. Yeah,
1: make sure everything's all uh, all kosher. Uh, so,
0: yeah. So uh, now that you all are aware of your possible misfortunes, uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> how are you doing?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm doing all right. And my girlfriend's parents Come to visit us uh, Over the weekend Very nice So yeah We hung out a bit I uh, Got some good Some delicious breakfast A few times Um Besides that You know Hanging out Enjoyed the nice weather We had really warm weather again Another Another uh spike again in the warm weather in the past few days
0: which i think is now over because uh the next week just looks cold and yeah as as of
1: tomorrow it's gonna be pretty terrible and that's kind of what berlin weather does it uh it'll be nice for a while and you think that autumn is coming or you think that spring is coming and then berlin kind of just punches you in the face and says nope winter here you are welcome (laughs) so yeah that's exactly yeah how are you doing anything new with uh in Jeff's life.
0: Well, uh, to enjoy these last days of, yes. of warmth. Uh, last weekend, you know, a friend of ours actually works for WeShare, which is the car sharing app where you can just pick, right. pick a car off of the street with the with your phone. It's super easy um, if you can and, um, he a car. Well, for the past couple of weeks, he was getting the car for free because they're testing a new system. So he had a free car and basically said, hey, where do you guys want to go? And we all took a, a trip to uh, for Sorry, Furstenberg. Excuse where's that? me. which is uh, it took us about an hour and a half to, or no sorry two hours uh, but with oh. traffic two hours to drive north of Berlin it's okay. a small cute little German village and basically we were just looking okay where's like a nice place that rents uh, kayaks and canoes that sort of thing cool. and we just we'd never heard anything about this village just decided hey let's go um, and did a nice little uh, kay- kayaking down the uh, canals and and through the lake and it was it was gorgeous and great weather and, and a really cute little town so it was a nice little uh last summer jaunt
1: a good like uh send away into the uh of the summer into, into the autumn or you know winter
0: exactly so yeah. uh really happy i did it well I'll, po- I'll post a few photos on our uh website just so everyone re- re- rem- uh remembers Yes, remembers. Uh, On our website, we have a whiskey and ratings page, which will tell you our ratings and our comments about every whiskey we've ever had. We also have an extras page, which includes extra content, pictures, information. So don't forget, after you listen to an episode, go check out our website. You'll find some extra little tidbits that might make your day a little brighter. Yeah, and that
1: website is agdwpodcast.com. Calm. Yes. Uh again, follow us on Instagram if you'd like to at americans.in.germany.podcast and of course on Facebook under our name which is Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey. I feel like I've said Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey so many times in my life now, it's getting it's kind of annoying me. Yeah,
0: you know, Alex, you know, let's let's become Americans in Germany Drinking Whiskey. What Let's are we drinking tonight? Um, tonight is a whiskey. I'm actually really
1: excited about. Oh, me too. Uh, this is the Sazerac Rye Straight Rye Whiskey. And on the back, it says the rye whiskey is perfect is the perfect choice to make the Sazerac cocktail, America's first cocktail. Well, wouldn't but, wouldn't
0: Sazerac be the perfect choice for a Sazerac cocktail? I guess
1: so. It is Sazerac <laughs> cocktail, and it says America's first cocktail TM so
0: they trademarked i don't
1: know if it's a fact or they just trademarked that saying
0: either way it's probably it's it's probably debatable but uh well
1: it's fine what's scary though is that there's no um there's no doesn't say how old it's been
0: distilled for how long at all Hmm. but it is distilled in new orleans you know, I, I'm not scared because, you know, this whiskey was personally recommended to us uh, by Bastian over at Spreewood Distillers. He's one of the co-founders of the distillery. True. And I remember we asked him, what are your, what are your top three uh, desert island whiskeys? And this was on that list. Yeah. And I have a feeling there is a reason why this rye, the Sazerac rye, is on his list. Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah. He knows his stuff.
1: And correction, it, it, it's bottled in New Orleans. It is distilled in Frankfort, Kentucky. Ooh, good pop. Mm-hmm. There's that glug you like. Love it. Love it. Ooh, sorry, that was a loud. Uh...
2: So, <laughs> so let's just be as <laughs> loud
0: as possible. I know, I'm so sorry.
1: We, <laughs> I have a new microphone today too, by the way, which I'm pretty excited about. So I hope I sound better for everybody. And what are you using today, Alex? I am using the Rode Pod Mic. Excellent. Yeah. That's cheers. That's whiskey. No one cares. Let's take a smell. It smells good. I like, you know, we like a rye. We're, we are rye guys. Let's
0: take a sip. Ooh. Hits you. Yeah. But it's Ooh. tasty. I don't know but why, Or but the, that first burn kind of hit me, hit me by surprise, but not necessarily in a bad way.
1: No, I, yeah. I think cause most of the rides that we've had have been really, really smooth at the beginning,
0: and this one definitely hits you a little bit harder, this, but br- not,
1: not in a bad way at all, in, in a very good way. The burn
0: just kind of comes more at the beginning and then slowly distills away.
1: <laughs> nice. Good pun. Thank you.
0: That's no, good. I like it, though. Me too. All right.
1: So... Mm. Our topic, (laughs) excuse me, our topic today is connecting with Germans and making friends.
0: With Germans. We want to make sure that this episode is about making friends with Germans, not with other expats. We've even discussed that before. We're going to dive into what makes the German, (laughs) sounds like they're aliens. What makes the German tick? (laughs) Uh, What makes the German tick? Yeah. And, um, you know, like what, what, what the main, what are the main differences that you saw when you move to Germany, trying to make friends with Germans versus how you're making friends with other Americans back at home.
1: Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like anything. Um, obviously, back at home, you're you're in your home country. You know the you know the culture. You know the references. You know how to strike up a, strike a conversation a bit easier because, you know, you're all from the same area. We're here, especially when I first moved here. I had no idea about anything. You know, I didn't know what, you know, soccer was. You know, I, or anything you know Sorry, about the you city didn't,
0: you didn't know what soccer was I knew what
1: soccer was but I didn't really know what the teams were you know Okay. if I'm back in a rally you know you can talk to someone about the patriots or about whatever we're here I didn't have that luxury and um, and also obviously the language barrier makes things a lot more difficult and then also Americans just are generally I find much more um, open to new people and to conversations uh, where Germans I think you have um,
0: more of a shell to crack yeah, a, a pretty deep shell, a thick yep. shell. Thick shell. Uh, yeah, I found exactly the same. You know, it, when living in the States, you get very used to... I mean, you can start talking to the guy in line with you at Starbucks and right. strike up a conversation and be best yeah, buds, exactly. and then, then you break it off a minute later and never see them again. Um, whereas Ugh. in... In Germany approaching a stranger is kind of considered odd if somebody starts talking to you why are you talking to me Get randomly, out of here. yeah Germans have kind of like that ooh what are you trying to sell is this a scam that sort of a thing right um, yeah and yeah and as you mentioned yeah Americans are just generally much more open more relaxed and casual mm-hmm. about things mm-hmm. you know uh, if if you know if, yeah if somebody joins their group's conversation at a bar they don't particularly mind whereas Germans may be kind of like okay I've answered your question. You know, leave it be. I'm with friends. It's private. That yeah, 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 sort yeah. of a
1: thing. Which I kind of... I think living here for a while, I'm kind of getting the more German way. I'm definitely getting more germified.
0: Which is not good. Which is fine. What? That you're closing up is fine? No, I'm, I'm not kidding.
1: closing up. I'm just, you know...
0: Yeah. What's what we just... That's I, what I like
1: hanging out with people I'm with. I don't want random people coming
0: in, you know? Okay. So you're closing up? Like, yeah. Maybe I guess so. I don't okay. know. Um, but yeah,
1: I mean, that's definitely like the, the first initial thing. I, I think I've said it in another episode before. Um, the first one time I went out when I first moved here my first week or so and my roommate was gone so it's like, you know what, I'll go up by myself, I go to a few different bars, try to meet people. I think I was out from like nine at night to two in the morning and I did not meet a single person. And I was trying. I mean kind of, but I was trying.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, after the the more the more you time you spend here, you realize you have to stop in a way being yourself, and what I mean is, you have to stop, appro- <laughs> no, just to stop approaching things in the American style, right? Yeah, no, because, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I had a thing where yeah, the first few months, like I knew Germans were different, and I heard, I'd heard things, you know, all yeah, these jokes. Oh, they're they they do not have no no humor, blah blah blah, whatever. Which you know is not true. Which is whatever. not true at all. Um, but you know, as I started meeting Germans, you know, I'm used to in the first few sentences you mention something private or whatever, or say or say a joke. Uh, and, yeah, okay. And Germans will look at you very odd like why did he just say that per- or what he, why did he just say what I what he considers this personal thing um whereas for me it's normal you know and you, and you start getting this kind of weird at least yeah. I, I remember getting these weird looks and so you kind of learn to tone it down and slow down a bit you know and kind of and because they'd like to take things slow you know they want to they want to figure you out before yeah, um, they invest in that friendship. You know? Americans
1: can can be a little bit more, um, you know, 100% from the beginning where I think Germans, you know, to get to that 200%, you have to get to know them a bit more, you know. Um, I think they want to make sure, you know, you're a good person to hang out with as opposed to finding that out later, which I've done a lot in the stage. I met people I really like for the first, you know, few days, whatever, and then I realized later… We actually don't we're not compatible as people yeah i think maybe maybe, i was assuming i don't know maybe germans want to find that out you know as it goes along as opposed to once you're already like best friends and you're like
0: i actually like you yeah absolutely like you hit it right on the head it's like if 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 you know the germans are a company they're doing the background check first before they hire you whereas okay (laughs) we're in the states they're they're kind of like yeah, like, I like the cut of his jib. And they, you know, they hire you and they do the background check later. And, and, they, find and they're, that they're you're like, terrible. ooh, a wanted felon, you know, or whatever. Oops. Um, I, I, yeah, I think definitely Americans dive in earlier and faster than the Germans would. Yeah, and they kind of maybe f- figure out later on. Is, right. You know, it would be kind of good to say, ah, this guy's nice enough. And then you figure out if he's compatible, really compatible later. Whereas, like you said, Germans want to find out now, is this worth my investment and my time. Yeah, exactly. Because they know, value their time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And a friendship is, you know, something you
1: have to invest in, and you know, why find out later when you can find out now?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and plus, as you mentioned, uh the language barrier. uh Some Germans, uh they kind of lose respect for you right away if they see that you don't speak German. You know, especially the first year I lived in Berlin, I found I'd be at a parties and you'd be introduced to some people, and they'd be German, and they'd say, "Wait, how long have you lived here?" And say, "A year, two years," and they'd be like and you don't speak german and they say it in a very in a very judgmental way and you you just realize okay i'm not gonna be friends with that guy i guess i haven't
1: really had that uh experience like that really most people are kind of like okay what you're learning i'm like yeah i'm learning they got cool whatever and they speak english it's not a problem
0: but there's still that there's that moment where they're like okay interesting you know like they're, they're really taking that information and kind of judging it you know uh sure sure which is odd but coming up now because
1: we live in a big city, so we have our experience. You know, we we can meet Americans, we can meet people from all over, and right. a lot of times you meet Germans through them or, you know, through your work or whatever. Um, momentarily, we're going to be doing an interview with somebody that Jeff is about to announce. He has, I think, a totally different experience than we have living in Berlin. And right. so I think I think it'll be a nice um, a nice contrast yeah. to to what we talk about
0: exactly because he spent a lot of time in small villages. So he right. he, he couldn't f- fall back on expat relationships. He had to he had to connect with Germans out of necessity. So I think he'll have some great uh, experience and uh, knowledge to give us. Yeah. Without further ado, uh, let's, let's get go. to it. Yeah. Today we're speaking with Sean Barons, the creator and host of the Germany Experience podcast, which has been listed as one of the top 10 podcasts for expats <laughs>
2: in Germany. Welcome to our show and thank you for joining us. Yes, thanks a lot. Thank you. I, I think that it, I've never had such a good introduction. I'm going to come on your guys' show more often.
1: <laughs> Happy to have you. We, lo- we love having guests <laughs> and uh, we actually haven't done an interview in a long time. So this is uh, yeah. it's good to get back into it. It's fun.
0: Yeah and, yeah and 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 we 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 listened to your show we started uh, a few months ago really liked it and back then we wanted to get you on but you know with corona and everything it was you know with everything kind really of everything gets more difficult yeah. for sure exactly
2: yeah and from my side as well i i uh, your guys came you guys came on my radar a while ago and i was also thinking i need to i need to find a way to get these guys onto my show but i i uh, have such a crazy schedule when it comes to the podcast that i just kind of kept putting it off putting it off and then when i saw you guys mailing me i'm like ah oh, they, they got to me first <laughs> <laughs> as long as we meet up
0: in the end it doesn't matter that's who, it. who started exactly. what that's yeah. exactly it yeah. uh so yeah
1: we we you know we we've we done our we've listened to we've some research whatever and uh so you're originally from uh south africa yep, and um yeah and what motivated you to make the move over to uh to germany
2: well, it was a, there were a few reasons at the time. At the time, my wife, just before we, we got married, we got married in South Africa. But just before that, we were traveling Europe extensively. So we'd made two trips out to Europe. But the thing is, to get to Europe from South Africa is a mission. It's a 10 yeah, right. to 11 hour flight. It yeah. costs a fortune. Uh, to get backwards and forwards um and we really like what we saw we saw like the uk we came to europe we went to italy we went to switzerland we never came to germany incidentally but we've seen a lot of the (laughs) other yeah so we we decided we really loved it and we wanted to see more of it and then at the same time uh, living in johannesburg it's really crazy because there's about eight million people in the metropolitan area of johannesburg yeah and there's a lot of uh, a lot of rich people and and a lot of uh, big companies and uh, things like that, and then. Right, juxtaposition with it, there's a lot of uh, poverty. So, you have yeah. a lot of crime in the Johannesburg area. And we'd luckily not been too affected by the crime, but we had a situation where we had like a, an, an intruder in our garden. He ne- oh. The guy never got oh. into the house. So, then we just started thinking, you know, like uh, it's, it's a little uh, scary out here. Mm-hmm. So, we had the choice of moving somewhere else in South Africa, but then you've always got the problem like it's difficult, it's more difficult to find jobs in the other areas. That's the thing about Johannesburg. It's a really a lot of opportunities there and then my wife who is a mechanical engineer got a position here in germany and she said well why don't we go over there for a while and i was like yeah why not so cool (laughs) we we ended up taking the risk and i think we we made a plan uh i would have to get a job um otherwise it just wouldn't work we said like we give it a year because i was worried about like losing my skills and not being hireable after a year or Mm -hmm. so uh so we decided okay we, we give it a year see if I can get a job and if we if I do then we see we kind of take it uh, year by year and see how it goes and uh, but I think in the back of our minds we knew we were looking for a, a life somewhere else and Germ- Germany just happened to work for us so yeah 100 yeah,
1: percent cool. I mean we, we we've talked about uh, a few times on the podcast just the the quality of life that you have in in yeah. the country and and yeah. at least in our experience and people we've talked to I, I really do find it maybe not unmatched but it's definitely it, it's good it's a good place to live it,
2: it's definitely, and I've noticed it's definitely become a sort of a, a prize destination with a lot of people, I yes. think, because of the, the the quality of life. And even if you take into account the, things like how difficult the language is and so on, people are still looking at it and saying, hey, that's a pretty cool place to live. And for us as South Africans, just to, to be able to walk through an Innenstadt, uh, the, what do you call it? The city the center. center. Or yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> city center. Thank you, English people. <laughs> Uh, just to be able to walk through the city center at night and not feel too worried or nervous or anything like that—it's a—it's a it's yeah. real freedom that we we experience here in, in, For in sure. relation to yeah, so
0: especially with a young family. You know, I like well, yeah. I, well. I'm guessing that was part of your decision to move, right? You're, you're, when you're living back at Johannesburg, you're, you're wondering, do, do I want to raise children in this environment? You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's always, it's always kind of a question of, um, because then we were still quite young and we, weren't re- we knew we were going to have a family at some point. So uh. we were thinking, okay, exactly like you say, where do, where do we do this? But we also had some questions about doing it in a country like Germany where we don't understand the language and we don't understand the culture. We, so we, there were a lot of question marks about whether that would be possible as well. And uh, yeah, we just took it, like I said, day by day. And, yeah. and before we knew it, we felt more at home here than we ever imagined we would. Very cool. And it's also
1: especially the uh, the bureaucracy that comes with just moving generally in Germany, but oh, also yeah. having kids in Germany, I can imagine, is a whole other level God. of bureaucracy. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. Yes. And we haven't even, we're just starting to figure out the school systems as well. So, oh, yeah. like, I'm yeah it's it's it, it does take a bit of energy when you decide it i mean you you guys know as well there's a lot of sacrifices that you make to sure. to, 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 to take on the new life but mm. there's also a lot of advantages that you gain so yeah. yeah and
0: that's it's a balancing act yeah and and how did how did you find it when you first arrived in germany was it easy for you to settle in to to this whole new culture or or
2: were you struggling in the beginning uh <laughs> It, both, actually, I f- I think it's a weird question to answer like that, but it, it for us it was both. We had a we had a lot of things where it was really cool, like I said, walking around feeling safe and secure, and also we we moved to uh, first of all a small town called Schweinfurt, and then to a bigger city called Würzburg, mm, out here right. in Franconia, and. It was amazing. We had access to everything. We lived in the city center, which in Johannesburg, like you you had to drive everywhere. Everywhere was like within, you right. had to drive half an hour at least to get right. anywhere. Oh, just yeah, okay. like it
0: back in the States, exactly the same. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. That and sucks. that was also <laughs> a great freedom that we came came across. So like uh, just being able to walk everywhere and having everything close by. So from that point of view, uh, we also liked the slower pace of life, which a lot of people yes. uh, find surprising here. But for us, it was really, uh, really refreshing. But of course, then the other thing, the other side of it is the people are very different. The language is a huge barrier, and in the beginning, mm-hmm. it was a massive barrier for for us. So, uh, I think it was a bit of both in the beginning. It was just kind of like, uh, yeah, str- struggling through it. But but the positives were enough to keep us going.
1: Yeah, I can totally imagine that because you know we we moved both of us moved directly to Berlin, which is a big city filled with. People, I think, what do we say with from 190 different countries? Wow. So you know, f- finding your way can be a bit easier. Finding an expat community, all these things where oh, yeah. you went to a smaller village, so that had to be, a, a, I'm assuming, a lot more difficult in your situation. Finding you know, kind of like a community or or something to kind of attach yourself onto.
2: Yeah, well, we were lucky because the, the the little town that we came to first of all wasn't your stereotypical small village. Okay. They have a lot of uh, industrial uh, factories and engineering companies out there, and there's a lot of international people working in the in that area. So we, our initial friends, were all people that were working at my wife's uh, company. Oh, great! And okay. also people that we met from around there. So it was a lot of engineers and and uh, international workers. Anyway, so it was kind of it was kind of a weird fake situation if you want to call it like that, because we were in this germany life german life but we were surrounded by english-speaking people and foreigners yes. oh, and, so kind of in a bubble you yeah know? We, we call yeah, it the, the, yeah.
0: that expat
1: bubble where you're, you're yeah. kind of away but you're yeah. not really experiencing the things you want to because you're with all these people who are also not from that country as well
2: yeah which is cool i think it's really important in the beginning because it's mean, uh, super important yeah yeah, because otherwise you'd just be screwed right from the word go. And that's why <laughs> I feel like, sorry for people. <laughs> I feel sorry for people who work to, who move straight to a small village or something like that, because that must yeah. be really tough. But if you go to somewhere where there's a lot of uh, international people in the beginning, it gives you a chance to feel at home, to have some kind of friendships, m- even friendships with people from the same place as you. So it doesn't feel that strange. But like you say, that bubble is a bit fake and you can yeah. live there. I know people who live in that bubble quite happily, and that's fine. Oh, yeah. Like I, I'm not judging that. But, but, uh, I think for us, we always wanted to get out of that bubble we want we wanted to experience the culture and we wanted to once we decided we wanted to stay in Germany, we wanted to feel like we were you know part of the yeah. culture, which sure. which you don't get
1: yeah and that, and that that's um yeah, that can of course be super difficult to try and be part of that and, and getting out of that bubble because the bubble, as we're calling it, is like it's very comfortable, it's super comfortable oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: you already made that big leap that was uncomfortable yeah. now you're there, and now
0: you're kind of getting comfortable again. And then you yeah. say, "Okay, I want to branch out more," and yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the funny I, thing about the bubble is, you find yourself making relationships with people where the main thing you have in common is that you speak English. Did you know, <laughs> yeah. do, do you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's it's not like necessarily that you you actually connect on any kind of a human no. level. It's just no. <laughs> oh, he's, he speaks in, he speaks English A and B. He's going through the same awkward. You know, I'm a foreigner in a in abroad kind of a
2: situation. Exactly. You know? Cool. Let's yeah. be best
0: friends now until like yeah. a year from now.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it is exactly like that, and it works as well because you do have the, those things are pretty strong bonding uh, mechanisms if yeah. you want to put it like that. Like yeah. it, you you do you do make very we made some strong friendships in that first year and a half or so that are like people that we're still friends with now like we're lifelong friends because we were going through the same thing and because we bonded in that of difficult course. situation we were all having. Um, but yeah, like I said, then then you got to start looking outside if and that's where the difficulty kind of starts i think oh yeah sure
0: And and what kind of so you're living in these in these small towns small villages what kind of a reaction would you get from the locals from from the germans were they kind of wondering oh why does he live here or or, were were people ever
2: approaching you or were they kind of being standoffish what's that for an accent you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh yeah um actually germans love it when they found out that I'm South African. I don't know why, but for some reason, the Germans love South Africa. and cool. they, lo- they Like, it's so exotic. I, I don't even know <laughs> if it's exotic is the right word to me to South African because, um, and it always amazed me about the Germans, how much they know about history of oh my other gosh. countries. They're incredibly it's, smart. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, and so it's they almost would talk annoying. To me, yeah. <laughs> and they would talk they would talk to me about things uh, from South African history that I like. I would even double check myself. I'm like, uh, is that true? Okay, <laughs> sure. Um, so yeah, I think I think to answer the question, we, we you know you always get a mix. And like I said, that that first town that we stayed in was fairly uh, fairly commercialized, and people were geared towards speaking English, even if they were German. And mm. it was you know the, the, a lot of contact that we had in those early days was mostly with. Uh, shopkeepers or whatever that was that was our uh, right a, a right or ordering drink.
0: food that kind of a thing
2: yeah yeah so uh, yeah it, it in the beginning I don't think that the Germans were standoffish they're very like closed mm. um, in in Bavaria uh, just a second hi I'm busy <laughs> sorry guys just a second okay no, no worries problem. I think mommy's in bed already mom's in bed <laughs> love you my baby. All right, sorry. Well, that, <laughs> no, that, no, no. that was
1: very wholesome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, you can keep that in if you want, I, but I don't think anyone wants to hear that. Um, yeah, she told me I was making a noise. I, I'm, I'm in the basement down here. I'm like She's on the top floor. There's two stories between us. Like, come on. <laughs> um, where were we? So we were talking about, yeah, the, the, first, the first city that we lived in was Schweinfurt. I didn't think that the Germans were standoffish. In fact, I, we found that the Germans would... Uh, be unfriendly, like we what we would think would be unfriendly, but then they would help us with things. So if we needed yeah. help finding yeah. an apartment the germans were happy to jump in and and help us do that and oh wow uh, yeah. yeah so so we, we we kind of it was weird because you would just think of them as cold but then they would help but then they also wouldn't want to be your friend afterwards right so like it, it would it would they would just help you because they want to help you and then that would it you wouldn't go for a beer afterwards or right you, yeah.
0: you, you think it's the start of a relationship like yeah. oh oh, yeah. oh he's 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 reaching out but then that's kind of that's it you know that's the, it yeah. that's and it I, he's
2: literally just helping you yeah. because he wants to help you and then we're done yeah i think um, i think
1: germans can, uh, can be good at you know compartmentalizing um yeah. relationships yeah. And, and i think that's we, we've talked about this um before you came on we talked about um like the german shell can be hard to crack you know in terms of friendships and also the germans have this stereotype of being unfriendly and like you said i don't think that germans are unfriendly I just think that that's how we perceive it from yeah. kind of our culture of you know everyone's friendly, everyone wants to hang out, oh, I'll help you out with a beer after things like this. Mm, Where Germans yeah. aren't like that, and that's okay, but they're still friendly, just different
2: in their own it's way. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's. We got a lot of help from Germans in the beginning when we needed help. Uh, also, with internet connection, we couldn't figure out going to the store and like explaining what kind of internet connection we needed. Oh God, and, yeah. Uh, you know, we had we had help from various people, and also finding an apartment. When we moved to a bigger city, we went, we needed to find an apartment there, and that was difficult because uh, first of all, we ran into some problems when we told people uh, that we were from South Africa. Um, for some reason, that sometimes hampered our search Always. for, for yeah. an apartment.
0: Oh, um, just cause they didn't want to deal with, do you think it was, they didn't want to deal with the, the English or, or,
2: yes, I yeah. think, I think a bit of that. Um, I think there was a bit of that and also they, you know, it's just easier for them in German if they've got Germans and they know that you're going to sure. be sticking around for a while if you're in German. I think they just assume a lot of the international people will be uh, leaving at yeah. some point. Right.
1: Which makes sense. I mean, the same thing when me and my girlfriend looked for a few apartments, we always made yeah. sure I didn't, she's German, we always made sure that I didn't speak at all. <laughs> so I'd, I'd whisper to you, you know like I think this flat's
0: pretty nice. I was like Shh, <laughs> Shh, don't tell him, they no, it's your, it's don't let him know don't him Exactly, exactly.
1: We're we're both German here. We're both German. We'll we'll get the apartment. It's fine. Uh, that's definitely a thing. Also, even in you know the international Berlin, it's definitely a thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 I was always having my German girlfriend, you know, putting her phone number and her email down, you know, for for oh, yeah. for the different people. I'm not answering uh, email. No way. No, <laughs> no, no one wants to read that. No, just because if if you pick up, then they're like, "Well, what's happening?" Yeah, then they're like, oh, "Okay, he's probably lived here three months. He has no Schufa. He has no yeah. you know exactly. exactly. So it's it's better. It's much better if a if a German does it for you, yeah. and then you slip <laughs> you slip in without them knowing that you're. <laughs> you're yeah. an expat yeah. <laughs> you kind you of was,
2: slide into the situation you, there. Eventually. you go through the
0: back door you're getting in there <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you yeah. you, uh, you kind of touched on this a bit um, and I guess it was only a choice uh, but if it was I don't know I'll just ask the question and you can answer it uh, so why did you choose to live in a small village over a larger city you know with a bigger uh, expat population where it might have been easier or you know yeah. more friendly yeah. so, let's say
2: so- yeah. So right now we're living, uh, it, we we live in Franconia, so it's middle Franconia, but we're really out, out in the sticks, as you would say, okay. uh, as the Germans would say, "I'm Asch der Welt," so yeah, at Asch the, the ass of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and it really is because our nearest, uh, the nearest towns of any size to us are ten thousand people, and then the nearest city is Erlangen, Nuremberg, and those places, and yeah. that's about 40, 45 kilometers away from where we're living. So we're really uh, okay. very rural out here. Yes. And th- which is strange for my wife and I, because we've, we're definitely city kids. We've always been city kids. We love the city vibe, we love the energy there and stuff. Sure. So we, and we always kind of pictured, even with kids growing up uh, in the city, that was just always the plan. But I, I, I know it's like this in the United States as well, but in South Africa, we kind of grow up expecting that you you get a job, you work for a while, and then you buy a house. Right. Like, that's that's just the natural way right. that things work. That's what we
1: call the the, the that, that American dream, quote so so unquote, yeah. American dream. It, yeah. yeah. White picket exactly, fence.
2: Yeah. Lawn yeah, dog. Like,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like that in South Africa as well. You know, as soon as you can afford it, that's what you're working for. As soon as you can afford a place, then you you know, you, you put your mortgage down and pay the rest of your life for it. Yeah. And in Germany, that's not the case. No. They they generally rent uh, more than they buy, which I think is actually pretty cool. When you do the calculations, you can see over a long period of time, it's the same costs. But of course, having a house, you've got something at the end. But, but my <laughs> wife specifically wanted to buy a, a house. So we started looking around in the cities and it took us a very sh- short amount of time to see like there is no way we are o- o- affording a kind of house that we were looking for in the city sure yeah. so then we were like let's look a little further away and then we looked a little further away and it was just as, as expensive <laughs> there's a lot of big companies around here like siemens and oh, uh, yeah. adidas adidas is out here as well so there's a lot of people looking for houses in the area and that didn't work. So eventually our, our uh, <laughs> circle of searching was really huge, like a massive 50-kilometer radius. My goodness. And we found this place, which was really cool, really nice house. Uh, and it, it was a good price that we could say, okay, we can just about manage that. But you know, the, the th- then we had to think, like, does it work if we're out here with the rural Franconians? You know, we don't know <laughs> right. anything about them. <laughs> yes. And, so and that was and what we were weighing really... up. And we just decided... Screw it! Yeah, let's let's give it a go and see what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, and, and in regards to meeting uh, the Franconians, you once said in an interview that uh, that once you understood how Germans are, it made connecting with them easier. So, like, so how so, how are Germans? Like, <laughs> yeah, so, so, <laughs> so in your initial interactions, kind of in all the places you've lived, what 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 kind of uh, I don't know what kind of direction did you take in terms of
2: trying to like forge a relationship with, yeah. with the germans around you if you know what i mean well i've been, we've been through various phases and the very first phase i think was was not such a pretty one it was maybe coming across a little needy but when we moved to the first city that we lived in in wurtzburg we were so desperate to make friends with the germans like we would take any opportunity that came that sure. came towards sure. us we're like we're like oh look this this person's looking at me in the bus like <laughs> do you want to be my friend do you want to be my friend And uh, I think the problem is that that, uh, the Germans don't like that neediness as well. That's something else that maybe- That is true. It it doesn't put them off, but they're like, well, uh, yeah. Uh, what, what happened there that you guys looked at each other like that you guys just you guys just stopped there was like a dead silence and you, st- you glanced at each other and then the, you look back at the camera I'm like what no, the fuck happened honestly <laughs> the
1: story is not really good No, we're <laughs> sitting on very squeaky chairs
2: <laughs> yeah like they're really, they're really like
0: so, so we're trying not to move our ass cheeks at all and, and he shifted and it made this really loud pop so we kind of looked at each other like so uh, yeah I thought so, it was something in my story I was like no no sorry what sorry. did I say what did I say sorry we we hate to interrupt because it was a good
2: story sorry go back so far this interview has just been uh interruptions from children and from squeaky chairs so it's it's going pretty well so
0: far it's it's getting there don't worry we are not going to move an inch for the next next 20 minutes after that i'm not moving at all
1: (laughs) anyways sorry sorry about that god back to Um, the serious conversation
2: so so yeah to get back to the question which I think was yeah I was talking about being a little needy in the beginning so yes.
0: like which I, I can understand what you mean by that yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah 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 and 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 we were befriended by one of my wife's colleagues who was a guy that would uh, you know he he was he was going out to a lot of bars and restaurants and he had quite an active social life and he, he invited us into his inner circle so Ooh. he was like we we were like very like, that made us very nervous as well because this is the first German that's kind of brought us into his. Uh, in a circle, as I said, it's so like we a didn't want to, to mess view. it up. <laughs> we wanted to get this this uh, right.
0: It's sure. like kind of in the and mafia, you know. He he's vouched for you, and now you're you're brought yeah. in. And if you cause trouble, it reflects it <laughs> reflects badly on him, <laughs> you know.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And you, and you and we we so desperately wanted to be friends with Germans. So we 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 would go out to these <laughs> parties and stuff. But then, of course, we didn't know the <sighs> language at that time. Our language was not very uh, good our oh. german was not very good so right. we would just be sitting there at like parties listening to everyone speak in german and then uh also how awkward it is when everyone switches to english and then you just want to die yeah, because yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. the only english people there yeah and you know it's because of you yeah. and you feel like the asshole yeah, yeah yeah for sure so it's all those stereotypical things so that made that whole thing was actually very stressful because we were putting so much pressure on ourselves to like make friends like that was in our brain like we have to make friends and uh Obviously, that that's not a good way to do it because first of all, you're you're just so stressed you can't even be yourself. Yeah. And yeah. And, and and with him, it, it was a very strange situation. Like we're not friends. Like I've I've never I haven't spoken to him since th- those days <laughs> because <laughs> it just was a weird situation. And uh, we got to a point where we'd been out, I think, two or three times with them, like going to bars and whatever else. And then <laughs> my wife invited him to come over for dinner. And his response was, "We don't do that." <laughs> what? What? So don't do what? I'm like, we as in, we like you and I, or we as in Germans don't do that. Or, or what me don't and my you do my wife don't, don't, don't do that. Or yeah, what do you mean by <laughs> yeah, that? What? Like, what, what are you talking about? Uh, and, I, and to this day, I don't know what the context of that was. Like, I know that there must have been a misunderstanding, either in the way that we put the invitation across, or that. It was like, he felt it wasn't time for him to come into our home and have a meal with us kind of thing. I don't know. But that kind of thing, because you, we were so pressurized to make friends, right. it really it really affects you going forward. Like, for like sure. you think, well, what happened yeah, your confidence
0: is way down, right? I yeah. mean, after hearing that.
2: And it's, it sounds so stupid. It sounds like it's a high school situation, but like like I said, <laughs> I wish we'd gone in in those days, not caring, like with that being completely irrelevant. Cause I think then it would have been no problem. Yeah. Um,
0: so yeah, you, you, was you kind of went, you kind of went into it like this you know 16 year old virgin trying like trying so yeah. desperately to get with you know a girl <laughs> yes. a girl at the prom rather than just like relax be yourself you yeah know, like, i mean it's yeah. pretty much it's, it's like
1: every uh teenage movie from the 90s two exactly. thousands. Yeah. You're, you're trying too hard but the love in
2: front of your life is right there the whole time exactly. the whole time there they were <laughs> yeah but, and 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 obviously that was just like it wasn't the right situation for us anyway and uh, and so that kind of died down. But as it went on, we started started making friends more organically. And I think what I meant was uh, to, to come back to that quote where I said, once you understand how the Germans are, for me, that was just realizing don't get in their faces too much in the beginning. Like, mm. take it easy. Watch like watch the signs, but just just be there. Just like hang out a few times, even if it takes a year. Just whenever the opportunity is there to hang out, whenever, whenever you have a small chat, you do that, but you don't get in their faces like we were in the beginning and i think that's what i what we realized is just to kind of go with the flow and understand okay these germans are not going to be super friendly they're not going to be inviting us over just at the drop of a hat right and when you realize that then you play the game a bit more like yeah you, yeah if you want to look at it like yeah, that w-
0: earlier we talked a little bit kind of what you're touching on in that uh developing a relationship with a german it's very uh, prolonged kind of spread out process. And it sounds like you've experienced that as well, where like yeah. we likened it to, you know, uh, Germany's like a company looking to hire, or Germans are like a company looking to hire somebody. And they, they, <laughs> they put you through a really long background check process, you know, that, that takes months and months and months before they finally
2: say, okay, come on board. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it sounds like that's what you experienced as well. It it is it is and 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 like and like I said we, we weren't really that uh, we we were we were maybe looking in the wrong places because we were just trying to access them wherever we could access right. Germans yeah, and yeah, try yeah. to make friends with them and that doesn't work like this guy was a young guy who's you know going out on the town during the week on weekends and stuff like that and we were we would we were also doing a little bit of that but we'd already you know we were a young couple we're thinking of starting a family so we were just at a slightly different phase of our lives um, and then. In Würzburg, it kind of just happened organically. There was like a a family that was in our apartment block who, they had a young kid. We hadn't had our kid yet. Or in fact, we just had our kid. And we would just see them passing by and we were like, uh, hello, when we see them. And then we'd try a few basic German words every now and then. Mm. Or if we ended up in like the the courtyard together, we'd, you know, speak about something inane. And it, it kind of was just taking it step by step. And like, we thought if nothing happens, nothing happens. But man, we really wanted to do something happen. Like, <laughs> 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 and then the one day I remember I never forget The one day It was the World Cup In 2010 2010 And uh, My wife got Terribly sick with flu And we just had a baby So we had a newborn In the house And then uh, Like she was sick in bed And on that day They they rang our doorbell And invited us Spontaneously To come down To watch the football But oh, I had to nice. say
1: Big moment I'm
2: like It's like it's it, Coming back to that Like 16 year old uh, Falling in love thing You're like Oh my God! They're asking me. They're yeah. they're asking us they to come into me. their apartment. I'm going to prom. I'm going <laughs> to <a> prom. <laughs> and then what happened was like, my wife's sick and we can't right now. Oh no! So it, it just I just felt like oh my God! They're never going to ask us again. So I made them <laughs> right there in front of my door. I'm like, when are we going to do something together? Like let's make it now. <laughs> let's let's make a plan. So we made a plan, and then uh, that that kind of developed, and it was just also a more natural progression. We're still friends with them now. So
1: awesome. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Are you guys now the most popular people in the village?
2: <laughs> we're the, we're definitely the most noticeable people in the village Yeah, now, that, so. I, that, <laughs> I, that I can understand. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's easier in a city like, so that was, that was in Würzburg, which was a city. It's easier there than out here in the village. So uh, now that we're out here in the village, what we've definitely noticed is people are even more closed. Yeah. Um, and what we have here is people have been together for generations so so the families like the grandparents went to school together here in this village right, uh, and right and yeah. the parents went to school together in this village or the one parent did and then somebody came in from outside so the, they've got their circles like they're pretty tight in their circles and what do they need new friends for you know, yeah, like, I know and what especially you especially what, what what are they gonna do Trying to figure out your bad German, trying to help you with things if you don't understand them, like like yeah. they don't have time for that.
0: Right, they can't be bothered. <clears throat> yeah,
2: no, no like I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't have the energy for that. Like, come on, yeah. guys, just get your like totally switch yourselves out. Yeah, switch <laughs> <laughs> yourselves
0: out. And have you found living in a small village like that, where German is kind of a necessity, has it really sped up uh, your learning your learning uh, process or?
2: Um. In a way, I, by the time we moved here, we were pretty pretty good with German. Like, I wouldn't say, I mean, I'm still, I make a lot of errors in German. And, Who doesn't and though? Still, it's, yeah, it's German. I'll never be perfect. Yeah, I'll never no. be perfect, i just like, I've, I've come to, that's come to, to I think you
1: have to accept after a while. I guess exactly. yeah. it's not gonna happen. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with yeah. that,
2: yeah. I can, I can talk to people and that's all I need. I just need to be that's able it. to converse, that's it. Yeah. Um, what was difficult is they speak a strong dialect here. So uh, true, oh, true. yeah. And, and they don't understand. Like the people in the cities who do speak dialects have the ability to go to Hochdeutsch, right. which is like prop, proper German, if you want to call it that. But here they don't really do that. So they, they stay in their dialect and they stay with their strong Franconian accents. And that's that's very tough. That was very difficult for us too. It still is. Like I have no chance when when it comes to Franconian. So that obviously is a, an additional barrier to making friends with them here. It's like we, we can, we can t- speak to them, But quite often, we'll struggle to understand what they're saying to us. Yeah, Yeah. because it
0: takes a long time to get your ear used to that. Tuned to that. It's like you're already trying to get tuned to German, and now you have to get tuned to this kind of whole other language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and to to our listeners
1: who don't know, uh, German has like a thousand different dialects, and sometimes it isn't. It doesn't sound like German at all. No. So it's like it be super like difficult.
0: M- like somebody speaking smells like somebody speaking German with like marbles in their mouth. It's like certain accents. I feel right. Like, yeah. It's not like
1: in yeah. English. You know, you're from South Africa. We're from the States, and it's very. Uh, there's no. There's no misunderstandings there or, uh, at all. Yeah.
2: Exactly. I often compare it a little. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Scotland, but when you come across a, a, oh, like yeah. a rural Scottish person. they speak really really it's really tough for us as English people to understand so that's a bit what I would think of as a dialect like it's really really difficult Um, so that's what they got here so there's that but of course a lot of people do speak English oh that's good and it's it's just difficult to get get to meet them and I think that's the problem you can we can make friends we have the ability now to to make friends but you don't have a lot of opportunities to meet them in a village like this. I I Mm. spend a lot of time in the city because I work in Nuremberg. So I often socialize with my colleagues out in Nuremberg or I, uh, you know, uh, if I'm going out on the town, it's in Nuremberg and it's not really giving me a chance to meet the people here in the village. Mm -hmm. The only opportunities we have, and this is the advantage of having kids. I'm not saying having kids is the answer to making friends (laughs) in Germany, (laughs) but you get to see, the people at the kindergarten every day right and, right uh, you, you start moving in those circles if you want to help out more at the kindergarten you can and then you can meet people like that right. so meeting
0: some other parents and yeah
2: yeah but even that's difficult because <laughs> you know you see the same people every day and then it gets a bit awkward because you see them as you're dropping your kid off and you're like hey how you going how, how you doing v- dear. the next day like Voket's Voket's day. Dear. Yeah. <laughs> the next day like now what do i say like I don't know. Does this guy like football? Does he? I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to say to him. So uh, it's tricky. It's very, very tricky.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's actually a good spot to uh, wrap it up
0: because. Well, maybe one final time. question. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just for our listeners in general who we have a lot who are planning a move to Germany at the moment, what would be kind of. The the one thing that you would do differently in terms of meeting Germans from the from the get go, you know, what kind of one piece of advice would you give to somebody uh, on question. connecting with German? That's
2: a German? Yeah, I think I think there's two there's two aspects of this for me. The one thing is. That you have to be aware that when you come to Germany, because you're learning the language and you don't know the culture, you kind of have your personality stripped away from you a bit. So mm, that, yes, it's true. Like the way that you're used to making friends and dealing with people is going to be gone when you come to Germany. Absolutely. Yes, and 100%. You, and you're almost reinventing a new persona to, to, to f- f- face towards people, like to, to make friends with people. Which is hard. So, f- yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Like, I'm, I I'm, I, make a lot of jokes in English. I'm very self-deprecating, I've got self-deprecating humor, but that doesn't translate well into It doesn't, gym. yeah. It doesn't translate it does. I, have that. I
0: have that problem too, yeah. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and so you're immediately at a loss and you've got, like I said, it feels like your personality is stripped away. You come across as dumb, like yes. really stupid because Could people, you? you can't express yourself. You can't tell them, I actually know where you, what you're talking about because by the time you're trying to talk to them about that they've moved on to something else and mm-hmm. you're still formulating the sentence in german so you you come across a little stupid and, and you have that face that, yeah, kind of you like, got that face that kind of like i'm
1: trying to listen face but also think about it in german and then yeah. and yeah. They, like you said they're moved on at that point and and you have exactly. it now but it's too late yeah yeah so. so
2: so that is that is the frustration that you have to be prepared for like just yes. i can't help you through it and i don't think anyone can help you through no. it you just got to have a thick skin and but understand it's it's not actually you it's just that's your situation and you've got you've got to reinvent a way of being like i'm a lot less funny and uh <laughs> I come across a lot a lot more stupid <laughs> in german than what i am and that's just the oh, way that it sounds is. so sad but yeah. I, I think i
1: think it, it might be comforting to know uh for other people who feel that way uh yeah. I, I feel the same way I'm, I'm assuming jeff does as well yeah um so yeah. we can all you know be unfunny and stupid together yeah
2: and then the second aspect of it is that it, it it's it's difficult to say that everyone's experience is going to be the same because it, it all depends. Like, are you outgoing? Are you introverted? What kind of Germans are you coming across on a daily basis? And it's just, uh, what what are you looking for, for from friendships? That's also like some people expect a friendship to be someone that I go down to the, the soccer club with and we, we hang out and have a few beers afterwards. Other people might want like a, a lasting connection. So mm. I think it's good to know in your mind as well what your Expectations from friendships are, because you're probably not going to make those con- connections straight away like you did in college or in high school. Yeah, uh, well said. When, you, when you're here in Germany, so if you've got that expectation set right as well, that also helps, I think.
0: Yeah, that's really, great. Really, really well said. Yeah, that, that's two great bits of advice uh, for our listeners. You know, to prepare themselves for what is to come. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it it, yeah. it it does suck at first.
2: But it does. You got to work at it. Aspects, of it does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You just got to work at it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Nice. Well, that was Sean Barrons. Thank you very much for joining us. Again, he is the host of The Germany Experience podcast, which can be found, I believe, at thegermanyexperience.com
2: the germanyexperience thegermanyexperience.de. Oh, sorry. .de. Oh, you're really I'm I'm, I'm I'm in man. Oh, yeah. I'm in the culture. Oh man. <laughs> I am integrated. Oh no. <laughs> oh man, we, we still got the .com going on. I feel bad about it now. <laughs> we should switch. Oh, God, cost too much. Freshier. And I will tell you guys, I would like to get you on my show as well. So just keep that in mind. Absolutely. That, uh, We're here. Absolutely. the invitation is there. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks a lot for being on the show. Have a great day. Thank you so much for the invitation. I appreciate Thank it. You.
0: And of course, as we just mentioned, we were just speaking with Sean Behrens of the Germany Experience podcast. And damn, that was a lot of fun. No, I had a really good time with that with that interview. He's a really cool dude. Yeah, really nice guy. You can totally understand why his podcast does so well. Yeah. So uh, thank you to him for joining us. Thank you so much. Great conversation. And I really hope he gave some good tips for those of you who are coming to Germany soon or already arrived and having and struggling to make friends yeah it, it was fun hearing
1: his uh different perspective of what of what we're experienced as well but at the end we all kind of have a very similar kind of feeling doing the move and meeting people which and makes you
0: feel better because you're like okay it's not just me no it's not just you we all feel like assholes in the end of the day thank god for that <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, uh, but yeah, let's not feel like assholes, or at least let's nice. be drunk enough to not feel like assholes. What that's, are we what are drinking plan. again today, Alex? Uh,
1: today we're drinking, you know, I forgot in the conversation, uh, the Sazerac Rye, and it's a straight rye whiskey. We do not know how long it's been distilled,
0: but... doesn't really matter. Let's just let... What does your heart tell you? <laughs> that's it. We, we went with the heart last week. Let's do it again. Cheers. Let's, let's take a sip. Cheers. It's really good. Mm. Um, I I even wait. like it. And I, okay, you're gonna you guys are gonna kill us. They say this every time. I even like it more now than I did in the beginning. In you the, be, in the beginning, in the beginning, no. But in this one, at the beginning, I liked it. It it didn't quite overwhelm me with its awesomeness. Didn't well, but, you. But as the episode went on, and the more sips I had, and not due to intoxication, but just my <laughs> my. My mouth was just telling me, you know what? This is actually pretty damn good. I, I, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I'm really enjoying. It. I liked it from the beginning. So, um, and
1: I like, like again, like you said, like we always say, I like it more now. It's definitely a bit sweeter than it was in the beginning.
0: Um, I think that's it. I think the, <coughs> the, uh, the Sorry. bite got to me more, yeah. and I didn't quite sense the sweetness, which is now here. Yeah, for
1: sure. Um, I'm going a solid eight out of ten, maybe eight and a
0: half out of ten. Again. Hmm. Yeah, as far as rye goes, these this is this is in the top of ryes I've had. Hmm. I'm just gonna give it a nine. Wow, it's a nine. Well, you, just, well, you said eight and a half, or point five off. Why is wow. wow, wow, Jeff, wow. <laughs> so, are, are you staying at the eight point five?
1: I'm going on a seven. No, I'm saying eight <laughs> half. no, I'm saying eight and a half. It, it, it's definitely good. I would, I would recommend people, but and and the and the bottle is
0: gorgeous. Another really great bottle. Yeah, bottles ten out of ten. Beautiful, ten. simplistic, uh, kind of elegant, elegant, classic look. I want to date this bottle. And it has some. Ooh, how would you describe the the, mm. the the shapes in here? I don't know what you call Curvy. it. Like the, it has some like ridges you can feel. It's, it's got it's, it's, ridges
1: it's, it's, that go down and they kind of stop in the middle and then keep going again at the bottom. It's got a long neck. Hard to hard to describe, but I mean you you can check it out on our website at www. Hey, dot com. i almost forgot our website
0: but just just watch out because you know at least in europe this is a 60 um euro bottle of whis- whiskey so it is not the cheapest yeah um you know there are other bottles of rye you could get which are also very good as well
1: yeah um yeah i, I would yeah i would say for the price you can definitely get something that's maybe a bit better
0: yeah or as good or yeah. as
1: good yeah for sure but, but, it's but, if, but if
0: you don't know the price, and I'm still going to say, it, if I don't know the price, it's a, it's a nine. Yep, hundred percent. Uh, well, that's a good place to end. Um, happy meeting Germans, everybody. Let's. Uh, oh yeah, and by
1: the time this releases, we're on National Podcast International Podcast Day. So is that today,
0: or next week? Is International Podcast Day
1: the day this releases when everyone's listening right now? It is now National Podcast Day.
0: So next week. Yes. Oh well. Uh, did you did you just clap for yourself? Yeah. Okay. Happy us. Yay! I'd say happy happy to all other. I'd say happy national pod, international podcaster day to all the other podcasters out there and all the great work that you do. Absolutely, and what a perfect day to do it with an interview with Sean with with a great podcaster. Yeah, who is obviously doing well for obvious reasons. That's it. Again, everybody, thank you so much
1: listening. You know. I'm not even going to, to talk about the rating stuff. Just have a good have a good day. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>